Okay. All right. 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 Now, do you know what? Okay, so we're gonna we're going to um, freestyle. Freestyle. Yeah. In in a nutshell, what is the No Notions podcast about? In a nutshell. In a nutshell, the No Notions podcast is about banter with no notions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Simply put. Simply put. <laughs> no, no. And even if you have a notion, it'll be walked out that door. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Well, with that being said, okay, so let's go for it. Okay. okay. So let's give a little bit of a background. Okay. okay. Because we both work at the same radio station. Yes. In a capacity. Well, actually, you are multi-talented, Fiona Madigan. Because uh, you're doing <laughs> No news. more of a jack of all trades and master of none. Well, let's just... Ch- let, I've got to check you already before we start with the notions. <laughs> no. What did you just say? No notions about me, girl. Jack of all... No, no, no. Jill. <laughs> Jill of all trades. Yes, we're living in a different world now, Fiona. A yes. Jill of all trades. Like Jill. myself, yes. Yeah. And a master of none, but we won't yeah. say that. Okay. Is there so, any uh, um, non-gender specific <laughs> name beginning with J? Mm. Jargon of no jar- notions. Jar- <laughs> doesn't have the same ring, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, anyway, so you do news. News. You do a bit of traffic. Yes. And you have now um, tread of the tiles. Is that the right word? Or the tread. boards of uh, radio presenting. <laughs> Meanwhile, my only Spinning talent. The decks. And talent I use loosely is music presenting. But we met in the same radio station and we soon figured out that uh, you and me love talking. Yeah, but can I just add there mm-hmm. to that that you are absolutely fabulous in many, many ways. <laughs> you don't there need are to, many you, strings You're my to hype girl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Fiona is my hype lady. Um, but anyway, we, we discover we're the similar age, we've got similar interests and yes. when we start talking about either we're your newsy so bits, much in so much in common. So you had your newsy bits and I had my entertainment and often you would say, we have a little button here where you said, oh my gosh, did you hear the latest? I'm like, yeah, and I've got more detail for your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and then you we just start talking. on the pulse. That's it. The well, finger we on have. the social media. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. I love my gossip, love my entertainment news. Well, I actually love a bit of everything. So we decided together that we have got so much access to information that we love talking about that let's bring it online. Let's make a podcast yeah. and let's keep it real because neither of us have notions. And I no fear- notions and mad to get on the bandwagon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mad to talk about what everybody else is talking about, but with our little own flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, with that being said, obviously, we are now in a brand new year. As of today, there is this beautiful thing in the sky called oh. the sun, which I feel like I haven't seen. I feel I like know. I'm that creature, you know, the... um. Is it a mole that goes underground for the winter yeah. and reemerges? I feel like... <gasps> I'm like a flower blossoming because I, I love the blue sky. I love some vitamin D. But with Absolutely. that being said, um, one of those awful nasties that we get um, asked is like, have you any New Year's resolutions? And what was your answer when I asked you any New Year's resolutions? Uh, Allergic. Basically, yeah. My non-verbal <laughs> reply. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about a lot about New Year's resolutions as well. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I really can't do is giving up stuff. Mm-hmm. So I resolve to do more of the good things. Yeah. Now, have I actually done any of the good things? No. <laughs> well, what's yet. on your? Did you, are you one of these affirmation people that writes stuff down so at least it's written and and locked in, or is it all in your head like me, where I must do it but I actually don't write it? Because I say if you actually write something down, 
it actually helps you kind of commit to it because then you can refer back to it as opposed to it just being in your consciousness. Yeah, well, actually, that was on my mind when I was given the opportunity to present the show and I was talking about New Year's resolutions. When people actually texted in, it was like they were committing there yeah. and then to us here in Live 95 <laughs> that they were going to stick to these resolutions. Right. Um, now, so... So for you then, so the fact that you don't like, because I'm, I'm the same, on the same camp as you, I don't like restriction because I found in the past by restricting, it's like your your brain all of a sudden goes into overdrive about what it can't have. Yeah. And as a result, then yeah. you want it more. I've been thinking about wine all week, Nadia. <laughs> all week. We gave up wine for New Year's. And that's all I can think about is there's a bottle of wine. <laughs> but thankfully, it wasn't a screw top bottle. It had to be opened with a bottle opener. Right. So that helps. It stayed it? closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's good. Because the fact it's just that it's there. I'm like, where's the expiry date? Surely it's nearly up. <laughs> we can't waste it. <laughs> Well, I, I also, well now, my other half did say it was a bit ridiculous me trying to do dry January because we we're flying out on our holiday on the 20th of January. And he's like, seriously, you were kind of setting yourself up to failure. But I was like, well, look, I'll try just until the 20th, right? So I lasted, so embarrassing, three days because I went back to work on Tuesday and it was on a remote day. So it was fine. I went through my emails and then Wednesday I was back in the office and I had a few challenging phone calls and when I got home my favourite gluten free beer was nicely chilling in the fridge and I was like oh, no I really need it after my day so my other half rocks in and I'm there with the dinner ready <laughs> the beer he's like oh my god he's like how many days did you last and I said well can we count the few days before Christmas <laughs> as part of my days he's like no you need to count from New Year's Day I was like Three. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, how bad could it have been? I was like, it wasn't that it was bad. It was just, I think it was just the fact that it was back in the office and back, like catching up and then straight in, like there was no bedding in period for me in what I'm working at at the moment. It's full on. And I just had a lot of people who were kind of giving out moaning on the phone. And I'm like, I just needed something. Mm. And hence I opened it. Now I haven't had one since, but it was just, I think also my brain, it was like, deserve this you've had a really tough day um but yeah so I'm the same as you I don't want to give up but I do want to do things and of course the the top three you had were what well I'm glad that you've been so honest Nadia and that's what this podcast is about it's about no notions total honesty full disclosure Mm -hmm. so I too had (laughs) I too had a can of cider in the fridge. <laughs> Classy. We really do mean no notions of beer in this side. Forget your wine, my rosé, my Pinot Grigio. But I didn't open the red wine, so I did stick cider. to my New Year's resolution that we wouldn't have red wine. You don't strike me so. as a cider type of drink, but anyway, I'm go not. On. Were you desperate with a desperate yeah, I was mention? Desperate, yeah. Okay. So, so okay. Was, so, so what was the instigator for you? I've told you mine. You need uh, to give us a really good reason. Well, yeah. No, I mean, look. Anyone who's got kids out there, like you get a to a certain time of the day, and you're trying to make the dinner, and you're trying to get the house in order, and the kids are around you, and I just, I was trying to get the dinner ready, and there. In among all the vegetables was a lovely little fresh can of cider. I in said, amongst okay. the vegetables? And I'm not even that much of a cider drinker, like, in amongst <laughs> the vegetables next to the broccoli. Was it, was it hidden? I had the best of intentions. For an emergency stash. No it, one's going to look for treats under the veg. It had been there over <laughs> Christmas in case any visitors came who would like a can of cider. And yeah. 
nobody used it. So, yeah. Uh, so that was that. And uh, then there was another evening where I kind of felt a little bit bunged up and I had a lem sip and I thought, a little bit of gin into the lem sip. So. Gin makes you sin. Okay, okay. Well, nothing medicinal there. We can find anything there about gin and medicinal purposes. Completely medicinal. Absolutely. Yeah, so that was my okay. excuse that so night. So one, just the one? No, well, just the one. Yeah, just the one lem sip and gin. Gin, okay. gin. Admit to- as in after each other? No, no, a little bit of gin inside the lem sip. It's Hush. lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really oh nice. God. Maybe so, there should be a disclosure. And please drink responsibly. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And but maybe for medicinal purposes, just a tiny little taste of gin. Um, yeah, it's really nice, actually. It just kind of gives a nice little kick to the, the lem sip, you know. Right. Um, and then, um, okay, well, then the, the 3rd of January... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so sorry. When was this? Is the first of January the cider the first, and the lemsip? The first was the cider. The yeah. second was the gin and lemsip. And then the third then was I was over in my sister in law's house and all the kids were running around us and we both said, God, this time of day normally we'd have a little glass of wine. So she brought out the white wine again, not red wine. Okay, we so just had a little glass count. of white wine, right? Yeah, just a little tipple. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. All right, yeah. okay. Well, that's all very responsible. Yeah, only the one, fact that one little we just both take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> the edge of how we're feeling on that day. Okay. Well, with that then, right. So, okay. So, we, we, we've we fallen off the wagon, which is okay. Yeah. It is okay. It's a but safe... the point space. is, I didn't have any red wine until Friday night. Oh, Jesus. Because we okay. promised that we'd have a, a little bottle of red wine on a Friday. A Just on a Friday night. Between yourself and the hubby? Well, yeah. What's a little now? Well, a normal a bottle, ah! like... <laughs> <laughs> As I told you, no notions here. Uh, it's full disclosure. A little. I thought you meant one of those you get in the air. You know the the airplane, the small ones you share. No, 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 no. Full, full, full bottle. Size. Yeah, but okay. there's nothing in a bottle. Of nothing. She yeah. barely get two glasses out of that shirt. That's it. You know That's when it. you're doing your own measures. So yeah, all in all, in a nutshell, I've fallen <laughs> off the wagon. I barely. Yeah, I, I'm I'm ridiculously bad at making New Year's resolutions. Really. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's bad really to restrict. Just moderation. Yeah. That's what everyone always says. Everything in moderation. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, and then absolutely. it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, so have you then any, I suppose, thoughts on intentions for the year? Yeah. Like my main intention all the time is trying to clean the house. And Marie Kondo, I watched oh, yeah. her thing on Netflix a few years ago. The the thing about spark joy in your house and how to organise your home and stuff like that. So it's been a process of five years and my house is still in a heap. Okay. Basically. Um, but this year I, w- I said, right, that's it, I'm doing it. And I've done one of the children's rooms mm-hmm. and the other, the rest of the house is in a complete mess still. Like, uh, And when you say mess, like, are you, cause are you a hoarder or is it just that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, As in you don't let go of things. Yeah, like, I mean, for Christmas now, how many little beautifully presented presents were you given in beautiful boxes like I hate throwing out those boxes oh lord okay and I'm kind of thinking like oh I'll use those for organising mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. and stuff like that so there's, there's a lot of boxes and pretty bags and stuff like that that haven't been thrown out now speaking yeah. of Marie Kondo isn't it yeah yeah so my sister was following her and apparently speaking of falling off the wagon wagon I believe she doesn't anymore have this control over since she had, since she had the third ch- child yeah. So yeah. I'm like, wow. So she was up fine up to a certain extent. And then the third child threw everything out of Kielter, was it? Yeah, yeah. And why? Yes. Did she say why? Like, what was it? Was it just well, time or was it... Anyone who's had a third child will 
absolutely understand it'll resonate with them like I, I only have two mm-hmm. and the, the house is just in a heap like as in I suppose the workload of just managing the day to day is hard yeah. enough and then to try and find in extra Human times yeah. yeah 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 well actually speaking of that um, there was a really interesting interview with Andrew Lloyd Webber and um, he discussed how he had a ghost in his house and I know you're really through these podcasts you will get to know that Fiona is very spiritually minded and very ghostly has a huge <laughs> hobby and a huge fascination with all things ghostly there was a podcast which might still be available about a little bit of ghost hunting that we both did but um, so this will resonate with you that he had a ghost in his whatever million dollar property in London um, but this ghost was a very efficient one so he has a music room that has loads of manuscripts of stuff that he's working on. And when he come back in, all of the pages that he would have had scattered all over the place would all have been neatly bundled together. Yeah. Um, now, I think he was coexisting fine with the ghost, but just wasn't really a, a fan. Yeah. So he decided to get in somebody to help him, I don't want to say exercise the ghost. Is that the right terminology? Exercise the ghost, yeah. Jack. Yeah. To get rid of it. Yeah. Um, and as I was listening to the interview, I was like, sorry, you had free help. <laughs> and you decided to get rid of this free help. <laughs> so it got me thinking about if like you had like not oodles of money, but let's just say you had the budget for one type of help in the house. What would it be? Oh. Like you could only pick one. One thing. Yeah. So I'll let you think on it for a second. A chef. Oh my God. Jinx! That's what I picked as well. I would do anything else in the house. I just, I hate having to cook every day. Yeah. Really? Because I was thinking, because I follow Oprah and she's one of my like idols from years gone by. And I remember she'd always give us little sneak peeks into her private life and she would bring in her chef sometimes to talk about what he's cooking for her and like if you're, because she always has battled with weight um, and how her Achilles heel is bread any type of bread 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 and he was coming in to show what kind of healthy foods he was making and I was thinking imagine having a chef and you tell him this week I want to lose a few pounds so let's try some vegan food and just see like with a chef making it how good it is or like me traipsing out to work I prep my breakfast and I go into work early and have it with my coffee and lovely and peace and quiet but it's prepping the night before then I'm like my brain goes into overdrive what am I going to have for lunch what am I going to have for lunch my other half is easy like beans on toast tuna he's fine I need flavours lots of them very thought and I'm like what am I going to make for my lunch what am I going to enjoy after my lunchtime walk that I really relish coming back to and then it's like what do I do for dinner oh my god I have to do dinner now what do I do for dinner and then the other half then because I cook five days a week he cooks two days a week and he, he might come home and go I'm kind of getting a little bit sick of this fish dish I'm like oh really there's this lovely thing called www.recipes I said feel free to look up www.makeityourself.com I was like if you're not liking it do feel free to you know because for me I don't mind making it but it's the procrastination of I have to look for a recipe and then you know what you're in auto drive when you go shopping of where all the things are so I found when I do your news recipes that you then have to try and find where these new items are and there Mm. is a great payoff because then you do do something new but it's just the effort so I was like if you had a chef he'd meet you in the morning going here Nadia here's your lunch and your breakfast and you never have to yeah yeah yeah. well add on two extra children to that yes yeah (laughs) who could be fussy uh, Nadia there are days where I'm actually hitting myself off the wall. At one stage, I got into making a lovely Irish stew. Yeah. Like full of vegetables, full of meat, lovely and saucy, like add in extra potatoes. And at one stage, we had it two days in a row. I made loads, like a huge batch. Mm -hmm. There were complaints registered with the chef of the house, me, 
Ugh, why two days in a row, mom? Why are you giving us the same dinner? And other days then, like, I'll make a gorgeous chicken curry. It's too spicy. Oh. Yeah. Although, in fairness, stew was one thing when my mother said she was making it. I, I used to... Because yeah. it, it was just... It just reminded me of... Now, I know when I've made it myself in the past, like, you know, these, like, bourguin... What's it called? Bur... The French word? Beuf bourguignon. That's the one. <laughs> then, because like lashings of wine go into it and it's flavoured up and stuff. But like in general terms, I felt like it was a way of force feeding you your veg in a big gloopy gravy. And it wasn't even gravy. It was like tomato based. Oh. And I just, every time my mum would say it, I'd be like, no, I can't eat. I just, and even to this day, like even when I hear the word stew, I'm like, mm. <laughs> um, and actually I insulted my mother by accident the other day because my, my sister was home from holidays and Yesterday was her last night and they said they were going my mum said I'm gonna make a lasagna. I was like, Oh mum, really? Because every time she makes lasagna, the flavour is great, but it's soup. She oh. can't get it to be firm. Oh. So she must make the sauces herself so or something. No, she, she makes everything from scratch. But my sister yesterday found like my dad had an Italian cookbook and they followed to the tea. Now it did say that the, the mince meat is supposed to be paste like, whereas hers was still a bit saucy. Mm. But what happens is when you pull it out, it just collapses flat. So of course I forgot I was speaking my mind. I was like, Oh mum, really? I was like, Your lasagna says they're very tasty, but they just like it's like soup. It just goes flat. Um, and then they don't like the stiff ones you get when you're out because, you know, they're very stodgy because they're they're probably thickened yeah. to keep the shape. But yeah, so as a, an adult grown woman, I actually <laughs> gave out to my mum like anything else. But anyway, they went with a the lasagna. Did they, um, and and how it, was it? It was nice. It okay. was nice, but it, it did turn out flat again. Yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah. It didn't hold its shape. Oh. So, um, but yeah, I, I can just imagine. Although my mum was very good. She had like every day of the week, she had a separate meal. So like it was chicken Maryland on one day, T-bone steak and chips another day, um, her lasagna or spaghetti another day. Um, what else would she make? She had like, she, it was very tasty what she made and we mm. always loved her dinners. We never, except for stew and the odd time they try and force feed us liver. Why? Oh my Why? god, yes, I remember. Why? Same, because it's full of nutrition. I know, but it's like, very give, good just for you. give me a vitamin. Yeah, it was awful. It wasn't was, really like it was the, like chalk. Yeah, it was like if you closed your eyes and told me, guess what you're eating? Like chalk. The teacher's chalk is what you're trying to force me. This is yeah, tired of it's mad because I'd see it even in the butchers the occasional time, but you wouldn't really see anyone giving their child yeah. liver now. Yeah, and they'd be and like when I was really young, it was like you can't leave the table until you've eaten it, yeah. and I would do the dirty protest, and I'm like, fine, I'll sit here until really? bedtime. I will not be well, you know, because you taste it, and it yeah, it ta- yeah. it's like. It reminds me of, um, have you ever had to go and get a colonoscopy? Oh, <laughs> sorry, from one topic to another. No, you have how to... we went from food to colonoscopy. Well, 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 it is kind of related because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. food, that's, you know, yeah. makes sense. Uh, makes sense, yeah. Natural flow, nice segue there, I thought. But hopefully you're not eating if you're listening. Yeah. But they make you ingest this solution. Oh, really? And it's a solution that your body is trying to reject it's to flush you out, basically, okay. so that when the camera is exploring, yeah. um, it, there's obviously nothing in its way. But it's it's a fact that it's the most disgustingest, vilest thing. It's like you're drinking a salt solution, and the way your body would repel. Anyway, it reminded me of of that. Your body is saying, no, I don't want this liver. It's like repelling it, and why are you making me eat it, even if it's for the goodness? Find me something else. Give me 10 carrots. I will eat 10 Brussels sprouts before I eat. Although Brussels sprouts is another one, seeing as we're just after Christmas, that also... Oh yeah, no, I love Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts because the only time that you're made eat Brussels sprouts is Christmas Day. So I have a lovely positive neuroassociation with But you just said Brussels they're sprouts. made to eat it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for years as a child, I hated them. And then I started, I think kind of in my 20s, I started kind of looking forward to having them. Do you know what we do actually every year is uh, moving swiftly onwards from the colonoscopy <laughs> conversation. Um, we, Luckily for you, <laughs> the listener, it was brief. <laughs> Anyway, um, I just don't know what to say about that, really. Um, oh, you, did, you, did, you actually didn't have a segue. No, well, no, oh. no, I do. Yes. No, I, do. I, oh. I can't get the colonoscopy out of my head now that we're talking about it. Um, why did you have a colonoscopy? Um, just because I am a bit of a hypochondriac. And I was getting sensations. I actually didn't need the colonoscopy. I needed an endoscopy because I oh. felt like uh, when I was swallowing food, that it was getting caught in my esophagus. And then, of course, I jumped straight to the negative, you know, of, oh, oh my God, I have, blah, blah, blah. And it turned out that acid reflux gives a sensation that something is stuck or that your food pipe is obstructed some way. But it's actually the acid that's, it's a reflux. Okay. So I was only supposed to go in for an endoscopy, but my dad's ah, sure, while you're out. Um, might as well go in both sides. <laughs> might as well go in both sides. And it's so funny, but not funny, but... The, they're supposed to give you a sedative seeing as you're seeing as you brought it back on tamping Fiona yeah. um, they're supposed to give you a sedative so I think well, we can't move on from that like. no so, I need to know more about yeah. colonoscopies so now. well okay so basically they started off giving me sedation right and they started with the endoscopy which is down the throat and I don't really have much recollection I do remember them looking down and it was fairly quick I would say however when they went to the other side I felt like I might as well be given Smarties because they've kind of used water to flush yeah. so, so they can see around. But the, the the funny thing that happened to me was I was finished and I was fully alert, fully fine. As I said, the sedation to me was like I took a placebo because it didn't knock me out. It didn't make me feel all woo. So they brought me back into a general ward and all of a sudden um, I was like getting dressed and I was feeling pure happy and we were supposed to go to Dublin. So my other half was supposed to be picking me up and going straight to Dublin because I picked out a handbag that I wanted to buy oh, and they put it aside for me. Love so, is. Uh, yes, love is. So anyway, there I am and uh, walking out the ward, like a very long, because it's in the new wing, so you have to walk all the way out to the old entrance. Walking out the ward like John Wayne? Uh, no, no, walking out fully. Oh, I could you do a jig for you. Oh, I okay. could do it. Oh, yeah. So next thing, my phone rings and an, and Limerick number shows up. And it's a very concerned nurse going, oh my God, oh my God, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm just here waiting for my husband. I said, he's just collecting me. What? What? You've left the ward? And I was like, yeah. You're not supposed to leave unaccompanied because you've had a sedative. I was like, girl, I could do an Irish jig for you here backwards. There's nothing wrong. I said, you might as well have given me Smarties. I said, because I'm not, I know, I know. But And oh, I was like, like, supposed to wheelchair yeah. you to the door. No, they? walk with you. Just walk, walk with you, with you just okay. in case you have an erection or blah, blah, blah. So anyway, she was, as I was like, so do you want me to walk back? <laughs> no, she said, you're fine, you're fine. Stay where you are, wait for your lift. But she said, you're not meant to, for insurance yeah, purposes, yeah. you're not meant to leave the war. But I was like, saying to, to Gary, I was like, I don't know what they gave me. But I said, whatever it is, they wanted to multiply by 10. To I'm, knock ready me to out, I'm ready to party. <laughs> it had no effect on me. And the fact that I could feel the sensation, whereas the the, the beginning, I'd say it probably wore off after five minutes. Yeah. Um, and... Maybe it would have been uncomfortable going down. Oh yeah, I didn't want the numbing thing. Yeah. The numbing thing. I had that done before when I had um, a scope down my throat for night. I used to sing and I thought I had nodules because I was losing my oh, voice. No. So I went to an ENT and he had to numb me and it was most scarious because you're, you're, you're swallowing but your brain isn't aware that you're swallowing. So you're not getting that, you're not feeling your, what the mechanism. The sensation of, yeah, the, of yeah. the swallow. So you're like, 
And I was freaking out. So when I went for the endoscopy, I was like, I don't want the numbing thing. I said, I'll deal with the tickle. I'll deal with the pain. I don't want because it would freak me out when I had it done because they had to keep telling me, stop panicking, stop You are swallowing. I know you feel like you're not because you can't feel it because it's numbed, but you are. So after that, I was like, never again. Just, I'll take the pain. I'll take the discomfort, but don't give me that numbing thing because it's it's just freaky how when they numb something, but your brain... Is it registering that you're swallowing, but the mm. sensation isn't there? Well, I'm glad we cleared that all this up because <laughs> I really was worried that everyone should go for an endoscopy or a colonoscopy, etc. Yeah, no, definitely. If you have one coming up or that you're thinking that something doesn't feel right, definitely. It's not a bad procedure at all. Um, and once it's done, it's done. Yes. And then you can skip out like me with your Irish cheek. No, obviously don't. Wait for the nurse to accompany you. Don't walk out by yourself. Uh, but I think we got talking about this because of Brussels sprouts. Yes, Brussels mm-hmm. sprouts. Okay, <laughs> now that we've cleared all that up, uh-huh. um, we can talk about my little story about Brussels sprouts <laughs> and how myself and the girls play Find the Brussels Sprout at Christmas. <laughs> poor, you're poor girls. <laughs> They're going to have fond memories in their older I just, life. I don't know how I'm going to follow your Fiona. story about a colonoscopy. Okay, anyway, so yeah, I was saying that everyone hates Brussels sprouts in general. Mm-hmm. But I developed a positive neuro association with Brussels sprouts over the years because only on Christmas Day do I eat Brussels sprouts. So in my 20s, I started enjoying the Brussels sprout on Christmas Day with the Christmas dinner. So then I was thinking with my own daughters, wouldn't it be good to try and develop positive neuro associations with my daughters? Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, I can't remember, is it Little or Aldi came out with little chocolate tinfoil covered Brussels sprouts? So it's just a chocolate ball, but it's wrapped in tinfoil that makes it look like a Brussels sprout. Okay. So unlike me thinking they had actually gone that extra mile and said a wrapping, wrapping actual Brussels, Brussels sprouts, sprouts and chocolate. That, that way I could cruel. eat them. Could but you? I could probably try it. Chocolate covered it, Brussels sprouts. Well, at least I mean, it might be a neuro confusion type of thing, but at least you're getting could in something nice. Could be there for that, Nadia. Could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, sweet and sour, all these different flavors. That's for another podcast, Fiona. Maybe our New Year's resolution should be developing a new, <laughs> new brand of chocolate covered horrible vegetables. Uh, we better go and trademark that ASAP. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Fiona, anyway, yeah, my sister and myself, then we set up a treasure hunt every year on Christmas Day and we have a load of little, little clues around the house, hidden around the place and the girls have to go around, find the clue and the Brussels sprouts onto the next clue and then at the end they get a little bag of chocolate covered Brussels sprouts but along the way there's real Brussels sprouts intermingled Doobies. with the chocolate Brussels sprouts yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so now do they enjoy and love eating them just like you or are they a little bit mm, your it's face work says it all progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress so this year what Katie did was she picked up the Brussels sprouts individually and nibbled individual leaves <laughs> Off every single Brussels sprout. Oh my God, that must have taken them so long. Yeah, but you know what? Like, yeah, at least she ate some of it, like, you know. So we're making progress. And at least it's only an annual one-time event. Because if you had to be like every Sunday or Saturday with a roast, I think there could be a bit of a protest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, You won't believe this, Fiona, but we've been chatting for quite a while. And as as we both mentioned, we've got hectic lives outside of the podcast. (laughs) So um, with that being said, 
I have thoroughly enjoyed Time always flies when I'm chatting with you Exactly That's what we've learned That's why we're doing this podcast Because every time we meet up We're like Blah 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 No 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 Blah 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 And it's like See you next week for more Blah 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 And I really feel that our conversation today Has completely fulfilled our aim To have a podcast with no notions Zero notions No notions is right Yeah So listen With that being said Have a lovely week And we are going to catch up with you guys Listening again next week With the Hopefully, less of the colonoscopy and maybe more of the uh, lighter part of life. (laughs) We won't be talking about that end of things. So, um, thank you for listening. And uh, we hope you'll catch up with us next week. Thank you. See you, Fiona. Nice one. Chat soon. Bye.